What is up? 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 One, two, one, two. You know where we at today? Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> one, two. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Microphone check. One, two, one, two. It's like you became a hype man all of a sudden. What up? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to... This is the Thompson Effect. Thompson's in Thompson's in effect. <laughs> All right, Thompson in effect. Thompson effect. You said Thompson's effect. Yeah, I know. But I it's did. Thompson's in effect. Yeah, we because we are. We, we are in effect. Yeah, we are. We are in effect. Yes, we are. But when you say Thompson's effect, isn't there like another like the butterfly effect? No, it's the Thompson's effect. Thompson's in effect. That's no. the name of the show. Yeah, no. I'm, Yes, the butterfly effect, but then there's the Thompson oh yes, effect. yes, and ex- explain that because you're know. the one who came up with that. Yeah, it's based off the the creative and of movement of electricity, Thompson effect, T H O M S O N effect. Okay. See, I learn something new every day. Full of energy. We are full of energy you and in effect. Like, you look at me like that'll give you the whole definition <laughs> breakdown too. You know? Well, like, actually, I thought that you. Were, I was like, like um, saying it wrong. I'm not a scientist right here. No, I, I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I, I totally, I kind of forgot. <laughs> you, just un- you just unplug my phone too while you're at it. No, because it's not even plugged in. Yes, it is. You just unplug. I'm oh, at you unplug well, it. you're not even using your phone right now. Oh, Who are you calling at this moment? Well, it was being charged. I don't oh, know. Well. <laughs> You plug it in. That's what you do. Well, this we're recording on my phone, which is at twenty nine percent. Yeah, but you just unplug. It's like five other slots. Well, I needed to have this slot, and your phone was in the way. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? It sounds like you're about to start a rhyme. No, I'm not. I'm just uh, I'm up. Last time, I guess you guys heard me. I almost fell asleep on a podcast. You did fall asleep, actually. Because we were doing it late at night, and I was tired. Because, you know, you know, jobs have you working late. You know what I'm saying? These retail be busty your butt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, money is good. and So I'm not, I'm not anti that. I mean, the whole purpose was that we were glad, we were very glad and very grateful that you had a job. With the severance package, too. Exactly. When Double is, dipping. What? Double dipping. When is that dipping happening, by the way? Uh, it started last week. Oh, okay. Because uh-huh. I always had this fantasy I would be like Louise Jefferson. No, ain't or that what's her name? What's her name? Jane Jetson. If you want to be Louise Jefferson or Jane Jetson, you had to play the Make a Million today at three hundred eight million dollars, okay. and tomorrow the Powerball at two twenty eight. But guess what? We ain't gonna win because we ain't play. Oh, you know, I all of that is just not hoping a dream. Yeah, uh, no, I I just figure it would be one of those things where you know, like. Jane Jetson, like, you know, here's George Jetson, and then Jane, his wife, and then, you know, he would try to give her some cash and then keep most of it in his wallet, and then she would take his wallet. But here's the difference between you and his wife. She actually works. She actually don't work. You do. I know, (laughs) but dot, 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 dot. <laughs> she worked. She worked at home. She was a stay-at-home mom. She yeah, was I a, know that. She was a, a SAM, an S-H-H-M, S-A-H, a stay-at-home mom. I know that. Okay, so technically she was working. I know that. Just not in a traditional monetary sense. Uh, I know that. Um, yeah. 
We didn't introduce ourselves. I am Sean Thompson. And I'm Rhett Thompson. And we are... Thompson's in the fact. Please, please find something else. Another way, another way, another way. Okay, Thompson's in the No, no. No. Oh, you know, what if it was like the news? Thompson in the fact. Thompson's in the fact. What news are you watching? I just think that that would be more catchy. No. Just catchiness. No. All right. So anyway, what we were talking about while we were getting warmed up is that there was another robbery in Miami Beach. I think it was Miami Beach, where yes. apparently a a victim. I this is the thing. Okay, the let's set the chica. T- I'm not gonna lie. We'll say like this. It's been a rash of fly chicas, women, beautiful young women, robbing dudes. It's been going on for the past five years. Well, longer than five years. Well, it's always. no, but it's. I mean, as in like really being. Usually you see like, oh, football player from the Miami Dolphins get robbed from by two chicks. But no, it is happening everywhere on the beach. Well, basically what happens is, is like when you hear about these stories, the victim reluctantly comes forward. Usually it's a middle-aged man comes forward. He admits to going to the club, picking up not one, but a lot of times it's two women. In this case, it was two women. He brings them home. Living his best life. (laughs) (laughs) He was. Think about it. He's probably like divorced. He's probably got uh, like um, teenage kids. I'm 40 years old. He's wearing a sweater to the club. I'm I'm, I'm going to my condo on Flamingo Drive or wherever you at. You know, the Flamingo. He's got these two hot chicks. Um, one's a blonde, one's a brunette. It's probably every fantasy he's Ooh, ever had. I got two. I got two. Two chicks. And he brings them upstairs. And then this is where it turns for worse. He says, allegedly, he they was... put a gun to his m- mouth. And t- they, they didn't say to his mouth. A gun to his head and force him to drink a sedative and knock him out. Well, it was an alcoholic drink that had something in it. And... Oh, come on. He probably he probably put the drink out, and while he wasn't looking, they probably slipped him a Mickey, knocked him out, and when he was knocked out, they just took what they like, which was two hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. Yep. So what? Why? Why were you like earlier before we started mock, um, mocking him? No, you were mocking him. You were saying. Ooh. Ooh. Because he in the report, oh, they put the gun to my head and forced me to drink this. Not come on, man, I ain't do that. You was getting happy, and then you probably was okay. Listen, everybody, let's get a drink before this uh, night start going on, and you just and they just walked in, and took everything you got, you know. And they was they, you know, they're professionals, you know, because because in the report, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be racist because we live in Miami. The reporter says, oh, there were two white girls. And I'm like, uh, I don't know white girls doing that in Miami. You don't think so? No. You don't think there could be two New York broads from two white chicks from Staten Hill. Staten Island from Totten Totten Hill. Totten Hill. That sounds some fly gangster Cuban chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were wearing pretty bad wigs. Cut you in a heartbeat. And their wigs was like long. And when you walk in there, you know, you know the cameras. They knew where the cameras were. It was like freaking Ocean Fifty Five. You know what I'm saying? Not even Ocean's so- Eleven. Nope. 
because was Ocean 12, because Ocean oh, 13, then it was Ocean 15 or whatever, whatever, because like Sandra Bullock got her cohorts in there, and they was like, okay, the camera's right here, don't worry about it, we're not going to look at the cameras, we're just going to keep, you know, keep looking straight ahead, you know, you're not going to identify us, and boom. See, I wonder if this is exactly what President Trump was warning about today when he said times are getting very tough for young men. <laughs> this is exactly what he was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Times are tough. My ass. You don't know. You're just going to go out and go for to the you club. Young white men. And try to get some, some action. You don't know if those two women that are in latex dresses... Uh, rubberized latex dresses. He's just being accused for young white men. It's like, wow. Now he's like, I wonder, now I know what it feels to be a black man. No, 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 <laughs> no. He did not say that. No, Stop he didn't. <laughs> but that's what he's like, you might as well say that shit. I'm like, wow, you know, this is how we've been feeling for like 50, 60 years or 400 years. You know what I'm saying? Now I was like, oh, you know, the angst of the white male, Brett Kavanaugh. Because he liked beer, but he didn't touch her. He didn't do nothing like that. You're probably mistaken. Maybe it was the friend who introduced me to you. No? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not a good line? No? No, but the (laughs) fact is you were mocking this guy who got robbed by these two chicks. I'm mocking that guy, and I'm mocking Brett Kavanaugh, and I'm mocking Trump. Trump Jr. Like, come on, man, stop it, stop it. See, that would be a good a, a good segue to our uh, a good segue to our next Bring segment. Bring it on. Oh, say it again. I like beer. <laughs> beer is good. I like beer. I I drink it. Beer is good. I like beer. No, don't like beer. I like beer too. You don't pass out? No? What about you? Beer? Beer? <laughs> now, when we last <laughs> left this episode, the last episode, I believe we talked about how long does a person have to, um, how long does a person have to suffer for the crimes of their youth? Now, this was the night before the testimony of Christine Blasey Ford. Right. That was the night before. And I... I'm pretty sure it was. No, that's probably your own podcast. Really? Yeah, because last time we spoke on was on following Monday, and I think uh, we wasn't talking about that. We no, uh, no, okay, but what I'm saying is the tone of our last podcast was we were talking about like how long does a person have to suffer the crimes of their youth? This was prior to the testimony. I think Mm -hmm. actually um, when we last did, they weren't even going to let her testify. Okay, but they things that kind mm. of had come to a head, and she did testify. And I will admit, I was one of those Americans that I had the day off, and I was absolutely riveted to the uh, to the proceedings. And I believe her. Right. So, um, right now, think I think a lot of people were. There are a lot of people who may have been skeptical, or mm. a lot of people who may say, "Oh my goodness, is this a real?" Um, is this something that the Democrats cooked up? I wasn't thinking that way. No. But she 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 was extremely credible and she was extremely um she moved a lot of people. She definitely moved me. Mm-hmm. Um and now we're to the point where the FBI has they are the, they're doing an uh, investigation which they said 
first it was like it was limited on Monday. Tuesday is like okay, we're going to actually do a thorough investigation. Come Tuesday night, they haven't even interviewed Ford yet, and they're trying to wrap it up Wednesday. Now, how you not interview the victim in this uh, thing? Then you know, like I said, man, I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling. Right now, the FBI. I'm not feeling Kavanaugh. I'm not feeling Trump. Because Trump is right now doing a rally in Mississippi. And he's even mocking Ford. So it's like, you know what? You are really, you know, as as a politician, you really don't care. You just figure, okay, I'm going to get my base in the South with Southern white, uneducated men. And I'm going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? They're going to believe in the Supreme Court. But you know what? It's up to y'all to vote, because I vote every year. So, I don't know. Sometimes, it, when 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 President Trump does these type of things, it makes me wonder if he even bothered to pay attention in class when he was in military school. Like, mm-hmm. he went to a military-type boarding school, mm-hmm. and was he one of those kids that he's just so rich that it doesn't really matter if he pays attention to class, whether it be high school, whether it be college, because... He's going to be taken care of. He already has a business set up for him. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't understand how things work. He doesn't understand what it's like mm-hmm. to have somebody who's like... I mean, maybe that's not fair to say that he doesn't know what it's like to have somebody in power on top of you. You know, because clearly he mm-hmm. has a, uh, uh, some type of fearful respect for his father. But other than that, it's kind of like... I don't. I I feel like he doesn't understand how things work, you know. Nor has he had to. He doesn't care. He doesn't know about history. He doesn't care. I mean, he makes his own things up as it goes along. You know, I get that. You know, you play by the rules. You know. You know, and you know, and of course, the blacks, the blacks love him. So he says. Well, before he started becoming political. When he was on The Apprentice, I think that people thought of him more as like a novelty. Mm. Like he was a really rich guy. He, you know, he's ostentatious and rich, and he has his own sort of charm. Is that when he really start talking, then mm. you're like, wow, who's this guy? You know, but I do think a lot of people admired him back in the day, at least, you know, because he mm. had a lot of money, and, and money is king yeah. in America. Money is I king. Think, I think also that's why I do like, Kanye likes because you know he came you know he he shows he can do blah 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 you know no one believed in him and look at him now he's the president but I'm not feeling him especially when he can look at you in the face go it's a very scary time for young men in America, young white men in America come on stop well that. he said young men well okay does he have a point though do 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 men feel attacked? Is that what you feel like? You feel like women no. can drop and can cry rape at the drop of a hat? No, no I don't feel that at all. You've never felt that way. No, that a woman can just accuse you of no, doing something. Come on, I, I I've been in in the world where I come on. I've been in the in the music industry where I've seen you know, you know, dudes of even like a workplace where you know dudes of their unwitty so-called dumbass jokes you know it's like oh that's funny ha 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 it's like yo really you you thought i was funny you know uh, you think you could get away with that you know I and mean, whether it's sexual harassment or sexual type of jokes 
You know, you can't do that. You can't sit there and all of a sudden say that. You know, and all of a sudden you think, oh, I wonder why she's upset. Well, that's why I feel like he doesn't know. Boys be boys. Right. He doesn't know how things work. You know, because he's a person that obviously, you know, he's excused his behavior as locker room talk. He's excused what he's done is like, again, the boys will be boys. Is that, does he feel like he's under attack because people are actually speaking out? Like, do do men feel under attack? Do you feel, do you guys feel under attack? No, I don't feel under attack. Well, like if a woman says, hey, if no means no, and I want to assert myself. is say no, that means no. I mean, shit. I mean, even at work. I mean, look. When I started my other job, I've been there for like some odd years. It was like straight up. It was like not here, not now, not ever. Plain as day. You know, they even talked about jokes that's offensive. You know, what I'm saying it's like yo, you can't do it because somebody out the could be walking in here and could be offended by it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you could say, oh, we could say your own private jokes with the people you around, you know, but the thing about it is, like, you couldn't say the joke because they talked about the Seinfeld. Everything they talked about was a sort lawsuit joke with the Seinfeld about the girl, and he couldn't remember her name, and it rhymed, it, it rhymed with Dolores, and he finally figured out the end. It, it rhymed with a body part, and he realized her name was Dolores. You know what I'm saying? So that's how someone sued because of that. So I figured, you know what? Is it really worth losing a job because some dumb stuff? You know, and, you know, I mean, when you have private companies, it's easy to get away with stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Public companies, they can't allow it. But, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm just blown away because I, I just feel like this is, Trump is, is, uh, vocalizing what maybe a lot of the majority, majority men, maybe white men feel, which is it's dangerous to be them, you know, because they're losing ground on, uh, so many things. Because they lose the, the old boys club. Yes. You know, the social circle is, is getting smaller and smaller and they can't be offensive to nobody. Well, well, this is the thing I find interesting. He he was very defensive of Kavanaugh in the beginning. Then when Dr. Ford testified, he said, oh, he sunk. He he sunk. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, she she seems very credible. I don't know. He 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 allows the FBI to reopen this, mm-hmm. and now it's like he's flip flopping again. So he basically just wants to be on the winning side. It really mm-hmm. doesn't like it. Makes me wonder if he's really that. Uh, Is it basically you can't have a non biased investigation because you've already made up your mind. You made up your mind. You got freaking uh, what's his face, uh, Mueller, the old, the old geezer. Uh, Mitch McConnell is already doing a hearing Wednesday, Thursday, so they could do the vote. So it's like they don't care. No, they don't care. I, I really mm. don't. And and I hope that they all pay for it during the midterm. When I mean pay for it, I, I hope that a lot of these guys are going to be voted out. So it is, on the one hand, I want to be, I want to almost be empathetic toward them, but mm. yet not because... Clearly, this is, I feel like in a lot of ways, we're the same way as we were before. Like, this is what happens when people are so focused for power that they really don't care mm-hmm. about women 
or 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 that whole uh, thing. So and the thing is, they make it obvious. That's the thing about it. You because know they're doing it with impunity because they want to stay on Trump's good side and his base's good side. And I mm-hmm. hope that it blows up in their face. You know, I mean, it's terrible to think that, but you know, I mean, it's just they want to just be on the right side. Which one is the right side? As long mm-hmm. as it's the right side, they don't care because they want to look good. It's all about optics. And it's a shame that someone like Jeff Flake, who is decided not to run for uh, for for Congress again, um, has Senate. he's the one or oh, Senate. Mm. I always thought when they say Congress, they mean all of Congress, like all the because you have the, the executive wing, right? You have the house. Well, you have the House and the Senate. The right. House is the House of Representatives. The Senate is, Congress of course, the yeah. Senate. No, congressmen are in the House of Representatives. Yeah, House of Representatives. Right. But I would say, okay, you got the three branches. You have the legislative, mm-hmm. which is the House the and Senate. Yeah. Right. Legislative, judicial, executive. But the problem is now the Trump mm-hmm. is the executive. He seems to be lording over everything, and that's called a king. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it's like, what? We have a king on our hands? That's yeah. what's happening now? Because these senators who are part of the majority, they're just so quickly, so quick to roll over to do whatever Trump says. Like, I almost want to say, gosh, man, it took a guy who's not running for re-election to have the balls enough to to to, to not, like, could you please not have uh, the, the executive powers, balls on your chin? Could you please, like, take that out of your mouth and stop trying to, like, pander to him and actually have a backbone so i am glad normally i don't appreciate grandstanding and uh you know like you know crazy protesters but i'm glad those two chicks um those two activists uh confronted look at me me in the goddamn eye well she didn't say in the goddamn eye but she did say look at me because basically it's true what she said like for these senators to do this it basically him uh lindsey graham mitch mcconnell all those are basically telling women it really doesn't matter what happened to you because you know what mm-hmm. you know it's just like everybody who who tells somebody who's been raped, molested, assaulted so basically telling them you know what it doesn't really matter what happened to you you know just you know pull your panties up, pull your dress down mm-hmm. and stop you know stop complaining to everybody you know so what that guy raped you that happened how many years ago just be a nice girl and shut the fuck up because nobody wants to hear you that's yeah. basically what this this boy it's so funny because you have 12 angry old men who decide not to interrogate Mrs. Ford. Dr. Ford. Dr. Ford. And they get the the prosecutor, who's a lady. Ra- Rachel Mitchell? Yeah, What's Rachel her name? Mitchell. That's her name. And it's like, okay. And it's like, it kind of made it look bad. You know, but, you know. I just think this is crazy right now. She did all the questioning for him. They yeah. thought that they could hide behind this woman's skirts. And then that's when that's when Graham started yelling and wailing like a fool. You know, but you know, it's like you gotta wait and see. We will wait and see how that goes across. Well, yeah. the thing is what people don't understand, like it's a it's a it really is a job interview mm-hmm. for a lifetime position. And people are trying to mix this up with a criminal trial. It's not a criminal trial. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically, is is Judge Kavanaugh fit to sit on the bench of the highest court in the land? Yep. And so far, 
What I'm seeing he is likes that. Beer. Well, yes, he <laughs> likes beer. I mean, who? Do, well, you don't like beer because I was going to say, who doesn't enjoy beer? That's good. I enjoy beer. <laughs> it's good. It tastes good. Uh, I like beer. <laughs> I, I I enjoy it, but my I don't pass out. Do you pass out? <laughs> Yeah, that's like I did not like his behavior, and I, you know, look, I'm very. I'll give the I'll give the Democrats a side. It's like okay, we get it. You don't like Trump, we get it. You know what I mean? Like he. So I I do feel that there is a point of like a point to be made of like you know anything Trump does. I I do not want the Democratic Party to be like oh anything Trump does we're mm. going to be against it. You know we just know that we don't like him. And we don't trust him, so we're going to do this other thing. It, it, it comes across as penny. Mm. You can't be the party of the not Trump, okay? That, that's not going to work. But at, at the same time, I just feel like, um, like I do think that there's some validity to him being partisan. Clearly, he is a, he's a guy who's not for the democrats and so why would why should we trust him to be able to have a neutral and and be open eye open-minded when it comes to here's trump and a lot of people don't seem to realize this i've kind of learned about it he's not really anti-democrat he's anti-liberals and his main agenda is to crush liberals because he's not conservative and it's funny when I say that, all his spending is spending on par as a Democrat. And the conservatives who are rallying behind Trump and rah, 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 are totally on the spending stuff. What? They just passed another tax cut thing. So we got all this tax cuts going on. But the one thing that no one has failed to realize or failed to do is how are we paying for these taxes? I mean, how are we going to pay for these tax cuts? It's not going to pay for itself. And this is why we have the the fastest growing deficit in like 35 years, 40 years. Well, it just seems that Trump and a lot of these guys are just figuring like a lot of presidents in the past did. Well, we'll just hold our breath and then hopefully it'll all straighten itself out. And we'll just pass that debt on to the next generation. Idiot. Okay, we just print the money and that's it. He said that. Well, okay, we just print the money. Print well, money. There's that, but doesn't that mess you up the? That. You can't do that. Yeah, it's because that doesn't doesn't that mess up the um the value that, of it? That's there's too much right of it, there. especially when we have. Remember, people gotta realize all money is in America is just notes. Money is just a promissory note. That's all it is, and the note that's being completed that you pay for. You know, so there's really no value unless it was a written order, and that's a note. Mm, okay. <laughs> no, like I like no, beer. <laughs> I like beer. I like beer too. No, you know it is like I feel like I'm in the same position as you were in last time we recorded, and that I feel on one hand physically tired. I I am I am physically tired, but I am powering through. But I do feel I don't want to be discouraged. I want to feel like. 
things are changing in the world. But at the same time, there's a cynical part of me. Just like after she was done with her testimony, I was like, wow, there's no way that the Republicans can overlook what's happening. But there was a cynical part of me that was like, no, they're going to they're going to um, confirm Kavanaugh anyway. And then when he was done, I was like, geez, I I really can't believe this. But this is. This is my worst fear. They're going to, they're going to confirm him. And now it's like, why should Trump? Why, why is it that Trump was so anti FBI and now he's okay with them doing this investigation? Why is that? Do we not find that strange? Like, is it is it really because he wants so much attention to be drawn off against from him and the Mueller Russian investigation that he's willing for to have the FBI do this, mm. do this background check? Broad. Broad stroke. That's all he wants. Mm. He controls what is going to happen. In other in other news, Melania Trump's in Africa. Uh, Doesn't that count for in today's black news? Mm. Yeah, she's in Africa. Yeah. She went to Ghana. I got great black news. You know, I watched a Quincy Jones documentary. Dope documentary. Really was. Why well, it was do- well, first of all, what was it named? Quincy. Okay, and where did you find this documentary? Netflix. Okay. It was dope. I might have. It was late at night, but I was loving it. You know, you realize that the man is like. He's like, and then I, I uh, the next day I watched Paul McCartney, and it's like these two guys like kind of outlast people. You know, I don't mean to say it like that, but it's outlast like, is it like Survivor? They like, outlast, outlived. And outliving him. Outlived was it? Outlast, outlived, outplayed. Quincy's like eighty-four years old now. Who is Quincy Jones? Like eighty-four. You don't realize it. That's an old dude. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's still saying, "Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Ain't nobody talk. done a me too on that." You think about me? Think about looking me like damn. Okay, damn. He had a. Uh, 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 a good life you know it was hard life because you realize as a child you know his mom was put in the institution oh I didn't realize that you know and it's like you know it's like his father's working hard you know seven years old you out there you find yourself in the street in Chicago you know and then his father wants the best life so he moved to Seattle Washington you know it was kind of dope, you know, and that's where he hooked up with Ray Charles when he was like, what, 14? Because he realized he wanted to play the piano. He realized music, that's what he wanted to do, trombone and everything. So he dropped out of school, I would take it. Yeah, he didn't. He actually graduated. After he graduated, he was on a road. On a road, I think, I don't want to be wrong with this, I think with Duke Ellington uh, and... um. I could be wrong. I think maybe Duke Allen. I'm not sure. Duke Allen, but he was on the road. Mm-hmm. That's when he got married, you know, traveled around, everything. Then how he hooked up with Frank Sinatra. And you never, you know, it's like you realize, like, damn, he was with Sinatra? Because you think of Sammy Davis Jr. But the, but the producer was Quincy Jones. And, you know, how he studied classical music. He actually moved to France for like two, three years. The, understand and learn classical music it's like the man studied his craft and i was like damn so what so what do you besides his personal biography what 
what were your takeaways for that? How is this applicable to you? It's not applicable to me. I just, I was, um, I just enjoyed, you know. I mean, my thing is, he loved what he was doing. And I love what I'm doing, you know. So, it's like, hey, he was actually, you know, he did it. He changed, what he wanted to do, he changed music. Because remember, he was doing classical. And then he jumped in and he did the, I guess Frank Sinatra's more of a, uh, at the time, was it bebop? Well, not bebop. He did bebop, classical, then went to Frank Sinatra. And then he wanted to be a composer for TV shows and, then, and films. They didn't want him to do that. Think about it. They didn't want him to do that. White people didn't want him to do that. And he did it. Did the Mod Squad. Did, did all these other stuff. Sanford and Son did... He did Sanford and Son? Yeah. Do, 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 I knew that as a kid. I knew that. I just looked at the credits. Do, 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 Hell yeah. Do, 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 he did all the other stuff. Do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, he, he, he created a lane for black composers. You know what I'm saying? He was the one doing it. You know what I'm saying? They showed him set then doing movies and just sat there and studied. He studied his craft. And I was like, Damn, that's how you do it. And then you know, then he had, a, then it had a aneurysm. An aneurysm. An aneurysm. A brain aneurysm. Yes. When? Uh, when he married his uh, Peggy Lipton. You trying to say a white woman caused him to have a brain aneurysm? No, because I mean that's the case. That been his second wife too. You know what I'm saying? So wait a minute. So how did he come from back from that? Because every time I hear a brain, she took care of him. But they had a, he was going to have a second aneurysm, so they had to do another surgery. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, wow. That's when he started doing yoga in the 70s because he was always... That's the thing about a person like that, a driven person. Driven person don't take time. Unless you want to be with your family, mm. you just work and work and work and work, and you don't take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? So... I thought that was interesting. Um, and so then, where do you fit on the spectrum of that? I don't fit nowhere near that. No, I mean, like... I'm just being honest. I don't fit nowhere there. I'm just being honest. Then I haven't gone... Then got hooked up with Michael Jackson. You know, did Michael... Because he, he did The Wiz. Because he was doing scores. And musical. He did, did The Wiz. And he... Michael Jackson like, I need a producer. And he was like, I could produce this. But he was ignoring him. Then someone said, you know, he's got, he got talent. I will be your producer. Mm. Off the wall, nine million sold. Then, of course, the highest selling album after that was Beat He did that, too. Mm-hmm. And then the following album, too. So it's like, yo. Just being successful and doing. He was a craftsman. You would never think that. He was a craftsman. Then, of course, remember, back on the block. He did that also. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Ray Charles and he did Kevin Campbell. He was. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they even talk about that. You know, but but you know he did it. You know what I'm saying? He had his label Quest. You know, which I briefly caught a check for doing promotion for that company too as an independent. Um, had to mention that. Um, you putting out your whole CV, your whole resume. But that was. That wasn't in parallels the, the Quincy Jones. That wasn't in it though. If they should have mentioned me, I'd be like, <laughs> hey, what about me? You're a denim. The Sean Thompson <laughs> portion of the Quincy Jones story. Nah, but I just thought it was interesting. 
you know, I'm just giving you a, my little recap. So do you feel like, do you ever feel like when you hear of somebody like that, do you feel like, okay, like you're comparing yourself to them? Like, no. oh, wow, they achieved this by the time they were 14, but I did what? No, I don't care. Maybe I'm like, oh, I was successful as a younger age at 20, 25. And then... I end up working at Radio Shack. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but... No, because sometimes I, I do feel that. Like, when I hear of, like, certain mm-hmm. uh, certain writers, certain times, I mm-hmm. know that that's not the right thing to do because they lived in a different time. And, you know, when I hear about, you know, I'll listen to different interviews and these same people that I admire and I wish that, wow, you know, I wish that, um, you know, what am I doing wrong? You know, they're the ones who also say, well, you know, this generation has so many opportunities that we didn't have because of the Internet. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you don't have to wait for a gatekeeper. You can post your stuff out. You can put it on Instagram. You can put it on, uh, you know, uh, YouTube. You can put it on Facebook. You know, there's all these mm-hmm. ways to get your, your uh, work out in front of millions of eyes and ears, mm-hmm. you know, but you have to put in the work. Of you know, that's what I was kind of curious of. Like, what's yeah, the what deal on that? What is the deal on that? Yes. All right. So, I guess we agree we we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. Because I am going down for the count. And I could probably get some more on you tomorrow. Yes. No, and that's... Because a- we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about tomorrow's news a little bit. With uh, Mr. Trump and what he just did about to Miss Doctor Ford, because you're going to see it in the morning. And I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> oh, I'm going to see it in the morning. It's going to keep me up at night. Yeah, no, you because you know when we wake up in the morning, I put on Morning Joe. You're going to see it. You're going to oh, be shocked and you know. Oh God! I think it's because, and I do apologize for my energy level. It's just that I'm getting used to this new schedule. I have a new uh, day job schedule, so now I have to. Get up at the crack of dawn and stay up. Break down. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that I'm able, potentially able to spend more time with the family, and that's always nice. So, do we have anything else that we want to say? I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next time, this is Rhett Thompson, and this is uh, Mr. Sean Thompson, and this is Thompson in effect. In effect. Peace. Peace.